Welcome to Horns Up. I'm Peter and I'm Animesh. What's up? <laughs> hey man. <laughs> and joining us today on Horns Up is Ruchi Calavera, the singer of Arizona-based Insight. Welcome to Horns Up. Yeah. Ruchi. How are you doing today? Yeah. Thanks for having me, dudes. Uh good good conversations, man. Uh, excited to talk metal with you guys, man. Super cool. Yeah, I believe uh as we were just talking I believe this is the first time Richie is doing some sort of a conversation with Indians. Well, Indian press. <laughs> with Indian uh, press, I, of course, yeah. Like I was saying uh just moments ago like uh on this album cycle we've had Japan and South America and yeah, no, India, man. It's it's incredible the reach that the album's got and you know the the things that have happened from all the hard work, man. It's killer. Much appreciated to you guys, dude. well you know you guys actually have an indian connect right uh, system house 33 yeah and those are uh, what, really what have they told you right? about the indian scene uh that there's metal man and it's coming up and you know just seeing them you believe it cuz they're they're a kick ass band dude like uh they bring it they're heavy they're relentless you know good style of music and great dudes man really enjoyed that that time we spent together learning a lot Alrighty, that's a prop to System House Thirty Three. Yeah, I know they're in Europe right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're actually releasing an album, so we definitely have to get them on the podcast. Animesh and I were actually mental note. Uh, yeah, chatting about that. <laughs> Goodbye, <Tolichi>. them shits. <laughs> yes, sir. Congratulations on the release of Wake Up Dead, Insight's sixth album. Now, before Thank we you, dive man. into the album, you just played three shows in Texas, right? Yes, sir. They were awesome, man. How was it performing live again and performing new material? Oh, it it was so cool. We uh we played the entire album, you know, and on top of like uh other classics and you know just to be on stage after I think it was about 9 months, you know, and um man, it was just a, a magical feeling. You know, prior to, you know, the whole shutdown and everything, we were doing, you know, 200 shows a year and in the past 2 years we've done 7. So this was like a dream come true, you know, to see the guys drive the van again, you know, and just feel that that special uh feeling of being an artist, man. It was cool. But I'm feeling it today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice any changes after 2 years of the pandemic, like be it in the audience, backstage or even touring? Um, you know, I think prior to it I had loved it and enjoyed every second of it and now uh it's like tenfold and i didn't think it was possible to love something that much and it's it's cool because um uh you just every second slowed down to where you just you took everything in the sights the smells uh the vibe of your bandmates on stage you know uh after the, everything that's happened yeah it, it's special and if you don't feel that way then you know you're, you're your soul is missing <laughs> i'm just trying to wrap my head around still the fact that you said 200 shows in a year i mean yeah uh, we did that for about 5 years straight man and you know wow. we were we were ro- we were rolling you know and everything was rolling into place and yeah then you know the shutdowns happened and now you're you're kind of like starting over again at a band at our level you know it's crazy i i want to quickly touch upon the business aspect of things right i mean uh when you go from playing 200 shows a year to seven in the last two years i i'm i'm very curious to know how things changed now that you are back again touring i mean 
like we we've seen it here in india and it's nowhere close to the us when it comes to metal that the venues aren't there anymore right and um, there's so much i mean uh, that would change if you could just kind of shed some light on that so i've done you know two uh big tours over the last year as far as like merchandise sales guy and man there there's so many new venues here you know a lot of a lot of people took time during this when there was nothing to you know get these grants and these loans and upgrade and that's one thing i noticed man a lot of the you know old school shitholes as you call them you know they're they're gone and now you go into the city and it's like this brand new club with all the same people that used to work those ones so uh, that that's been a, a cool thing, I think, you know, and seeing some of the old school people, you know, still held on to their things and, you know, they're still there kicking butt and making it through any way they could. And, you know, the, the change has been felt everywhere. You know, like I say, uh, you know, touring, you're seeing these mega packages with the biggest bands. Cause you know, there's only so many venues and there's only so many shows people can go to at one time where, uh, you know, thousands of bands are trying to play all at once. And, you know, it's like everything else has a, a supply and demand and we're over demand with how many bands want to play, you know, but the supply of tours is so small. So it's crazy right now. Yeah, and it's crazy That's... that you say that because yeah. animation, I kept joking, uh, what is it in 2020 that with all the bands that are like not touring everyone's writing music and the last two years or so a year and a half at least we've seen so many new releases i never thought of it from a touring aspect where every band is dying to get out on the road yeah because you know so many of the, the bigger bands where they have monster budgets you know they lost all that touring income so them making an album you know for metallica's or whoever you know did it, it just it makes sense because they were going to do it cheap and you know recoup all that money that from the advances but you know someone like us we don't get those so we all had to go find our jobs and you know figure things out like everybody else kind of did so um I, i'm just happy that we've got an album out and you know things are rolling again and hopefully some big tour announcements coming up yep we'll get into that uh, i have to ask um having starting to play shows <laughs> Does live music continue to serve as the best test of new songs and new music? Oh, man, yeah. Especially when you haven't played in that long. It felt like everything was kind of new, which was cool. You know, I think you play so many shows that some of those songs I kind of got burnt out on. But then it was like, damn, I haven't played this in so long. It's cool. It's fresh. And on top of that, having new songs, it was just like, dude, this is a it was a blast playing those. You know, the, they come off so well. Uh, you know, I think we played so many live shows that we understand writing a song, uh, corresponding it to being played live by us, you know, and that that's a cool thing that we we develop over the years from, you know, playing with the same guys. Shit's getting tight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. But I mean, you know, you did speak about uh, more shows coming up. So what's on the anvil uh, looking forward? Yeah, uh, next month, actually, we're going to do two more shows. We are hitting uh, Gallup, New Mexico, which is a great metal town. It's up north, uh, and it's just it's crazy. It's one of the little small towns that goes off. And then we're doing our hometown, Phoenix, Arizona, which you know we haven't played in so long. So that's going to be a special night, kind of like a CD celebration for our, our hometown. And then uh, I believe we're going to be off to Europe. So that's exciting, and hopefully we'll get to announce that soon. 
uh, once the big band, you know, lets us do that. So uh, we're, we're, things are in the works, you know, so much focus went into this album and the release and, uh, you know, all the press that, you know, tours were kind of just like, okay, we'll get to that. Now it's like, all right, we want a tour. It's out. Let's go. You know, so it, it's, it's going to get crazy around our camp. Now, a bummer about what you said is you're going to be in Europe, nowhere close to India, and Animesh and I won't be able to attend those shows. So for us and all our listeners, uh, let's give them a taste of the new album, uh, Wake Up Dead. Which track would you like us to play on the show? My personal favorite is the opening track, uh, Fuck With Me, Wake Up Dead. You know, it's got that Pantera-esque, uh, just Slayer dive bombs and you know, it came from the heart of our influences. And uh, I love the track. It's brutal. It's about, you know, standing up for yourself, letting people know who the fuck you are. And, you know, that you're just not going to take shit if they're a bad vibe for your energy, man. So enjoy. Thrash out.
right? And that was uh, fuck with me, wake up dead. Now, the reason our listeners can't see this because we're doing video only, but I had a huge grin on my face when you said Pantera and you very openly said it, right? And I'm a huge Pantera fan. Uh, listeners of the podcast, uh, it's no surprise to them. But here's the thing, right? Like in today's day and age, every band wants to kind of distinguish themselves in you know their own way, right? Like there was a time, yeah. and we, we, we've talked about animation. I we spoke about this recently on the podcast where you see cultures going into cycles, right? And uh, I keep bringing yeah. this up, but like I saw a new metal tour being put together. And as someone who grew up on new metal in the early 2000s, I was like, wow. And, you know, there was that whole time where Pantera were the shit. And for oh, you yeah. to just openly come up and say, because when I heard the song, I was like, fuck, they've like literally channeled like, you know, the best aspects of Pantera, like all of that, just put it into one song. Yeah, we we love it. You know, we we strive for that kind of metal. You know, we've always, as a band, I think, enjoyed things that make us, you know, bob and uh, listening. You know, it has listening power. You know, it's not going to, like, blow your head off because it's so fast or, you know, so technical or so slow. It's just got, you know, that good balance that I think um, any uh, person can, you know, feel. So we, we look for that. And, you know, the four of us, you know, growing up and the time that we did, those are the bands we listened to, you know, the, the Panteras and the Slayers and the uh, Metallicas and, you know, Exodus and so many other great bands. And, you know, we've uh, just strived to have our own stamp put on it, but also influencing and showcasing the, the people that got us here, you know. Okay, so I have to ask you then, I mean, like one of the things while looking up uh, Wake Up Dead, right, is that the second half of the album, which is like track six onwards, actually features yeah. remastered songs from each of your previous five legs. Why, like, remaster the songs, right? I mean, why not just put out the entire album? And I'm very curious because, you know, considering for musicians, each track is, like, special to them. How did you go about picking one track from each album? Yeah, I mean, so first it started, you know, so we were, had just released Built to Destroy, uh, you know, about a year's time. So we were in tour mode. We had just gotten home from Europe. You know, we were playing Mexico. We had a U.S. headline tour coming uh, we were focused on touring, you know, writing was the farthest thing from our mind. So the, you know, the, the pandemic hit and then, you know, we had to switch gears instantly to writing mode and, you know, we did, but we took our time. So, you know, a couple months went by and, you know, we were formulating, you know, an EP was our goal. You know, we, we had this vision of when we were, you know, still in touring mode of putting out an EP like every year, five songs for the next three years, maybe because, you know, feeling music now it's changing and music has metal has to adapt. It's, you know, 10 songs, 11 songs. It's, 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 it's not what it used to be, you know, doing five songs, like what we put together when you sat down and just heard those five songs, you were, you know, shitting bricks. Cause it was just, it was so badass. You know, we didn't have to struggle with, trying to find five other songs to make something badass. So at that time it was like, let's do EPs. And then, you know, we recorded the five songs and we were ready to go with that. And then we changed management. We changed our record label 
you know, minus headstone ball, but now we were with atomic fire and, you know, they were just like, we want a whole entire record, you know, and we, we thought about going in and making five more songs or, you know, what we were doing at that point in time, it felt like we were going to rebirth the band, you know, like fresh, fresh vibe, but still show what we have done, you know, especially two years off, you know, almost three years between album releases, you know, it was like, we have to kind of like show what we're doing now, but give people a taste of the old. So, you know, we wanted them to feel a little more powerful as some of them are nearly, you know, 13 years old. So it was like, let's at least remaster and let's get them feeling chunky again and showcase new fans that haven't heard. Here you go. And then all the old metal heads will be like, damn, these jams, you know, they're, they're my faves. And uh, picking them was hard. You know, we, we went through, you know, YouTube views, we went through Spotify plays and then just kind of our vibe. And, you know, those were the ones we came out with that felt like it displayed our growth, where we've started, where we've come from and, you know, where we're going. And I think it's a cool idea. It's different. It's a fresh outlook on a record idea, you know, something new. And that's never a bad thing. Yeah, I'm, I definitely agree. It's great that you took such a analytical <laughs> way of such of picking those five songs but uh, let's talk yeah. about the, the first half of the album right uh, the new yeah. five songs I thought that like these five songs it felt like a recharge of sort for the band um, it sounds punchier it sounds a bit more accessible and that's a good thing and because overall it just sounds so much more fun um, is that a right assessment it was fun. And this album is a hundred percent who we are and tr wanted to be like when we recorded up in hell, which was like three records ago, we were, we had a vision. That's where we wanted to take the band was that record, you know, some fast thrash, some punk, some hardcore tightened up strings, you know, that was our vision. And, you know, we got a guitar player at the time that didn't have that vision. It was, you know, drop tune, seven strings. And he just kind of, you know, try wrote everything and kind of took control of that. And, you know, I think for a couple of years, the band just kind of wasn't enjoying itself. You know, we were trying to as much as we could because we love it. But now, you know, having the just me, Lennon and L and having a, a shredder that we can bring in uh, is so amazing. You know, Lennon, you know, wrote most of this record and that's a new thing. We, we didn't know he was riffing that hard because he's one of the best drummers. So it's like, Oh, and you can do this. So now it's like being written from our souls of who we are and what we plan to be from day one. So uh, it just feels like we're back on track doing what we should have been doing, you know, and uh, it's fun again. Like you said, it's a, a blast, you know, making music with Lennon and L and, uh, you know, Eli was a, a great, great guitar player to use for this record. And it's kind of a re-announcement of the band. Fantastic. Now, Another aspect is out of the five new songs, three of them have video, right? Um, how important is it to produce videos in this day and age? Do you guys get more new listeners through video rather than audio? I don't really know. To me, when I grew up, man, I would run home and go watch MTV to see like the latest things like Metallica one, that video like changed my life, you know? And then it was like B-52's videos were always cool. And, uh, so many things so to me it went with the art and I, I think for a while 
you know, people were just so confused on where to get music and how to understand it and visualize it because MTV disappeared. But uh, I think since the day this band started, we've always tried to make crazy videos from the what the fuck video to the fallen video, um, you know, resistance, which is about poverty to rich. And, you know, then you have the new ones. Yeah, that, that's big to us. This visualization of the songs, you know, coming to life, uh, a full expression of, what that music is in a visual way and yeah it's doing huge things for us uh listener wise you know or, uh our, our one video has been out for a month and has you know three hundred thousand plus plays so that's huge for us we've never seen these kind of you know views on our stuff so uh it's a good like i say a checkpoint of you know what's what's people are jamming you know what's exciting people you just dropped the mandatory metallica name check <laughs> for this episode because I think we cannot do an episode of Horns Up without having a mention of Metallica. It's just inevitable. Yeah. But uh, if you play metal, you know, you have some influence from them in your life in some way, shape or form. Yeah, and yeah. They were big for me. Totally agree. Especially the video for one. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. coming back, you briefly mentioned this. And so I just wanted to get a little more understanding from you. I mean, you talked about the EP becoming the album. Uh, what else would you say would have been the impact so far of working? F- and I hate using the term, but Atomic Fire is a newer label, even though like the people behind it have been around for a while, right? Uh, yeah, w- yeah. What would you say like that the impact has been? Man, astronomical. Like I'm so grateful and humble and just uh, frankly it it's like man when you work so hard and then something finally kind of just pays off really big in your your favor of the band is it's so surreal um you know the press the the just outreach of this record um the distribution for people to get physical copies you know we're seeing people in europe holding them in stores and you know all this stuff we've never seen this you know and that that's not a failure on our behalf because you know we we went with a label first with Minuset who's brand new dude when we started in 2011 you know it's been 10 years now together with them and you know we built this thing from the ground up with nothing you know no other bands just us and them and tried to put CDs out and build this thing and it got us to where Atomic Fire came in and you know, licensed this record and took it and, you know, ran with it and was had a goal to make this thing out there and visual. And, you know, I think them signing bands like Meshuggah and, you know, Opeth and, you know, uh, Amorphous and all these just Udo, you know, it's just, it's insane to be on a roster with these kind of bands. I've never, you know, we've always been at the smallest labels, no other bands, no nothing. So this is like, whoa, this is crazy. This is real stuff. And, you know, uh, I've got like five people now that email me and, you know, it's, it's very, it's cool. You know, I've, I've, I've always wanted this to be the case one day when we got old enough to like understand it and deal with it. And it's been a hell of a ride and they're doing a phenomenal job and everyone there is just responsive, understands, you know, feels the music is a fan of it and is working their asses off like we do. And we love that. Alrighty, I think it's time to play another song. Uh, so Richie, um, which other track would you like us to play and why particularly that track? Can you tell us a little bit more about it once you select it? Yeah, uh, let's go with the latest single, uh, Mental Destruction. 
Um, I think this song uh, demonstrates our uh, expansion of where we want to go. You know, the acoustic intro, um, the chunky breakdowns, the, you know, the pulled back lyrics, less is more, big choruses, you know, solos. That that's uh, that's insight, and this song is a perfect demonstration that it's you know people that struggle with mental health and you know fight these things for years, man, and unfortunately you know gets the best of them. You know we've I think all in some way, shape, or form have a family or somebody we know that's gone through it, and it's a sad decline to watch. And the song's just kind of uh, focused on that, and I hope everybody enjoys it and rages and mental destruction.
the latest addition to the band is guitarist uh, Eli Santana and you talked about him so i'm very curious how did he become part of the lineup yeah so you know at the end of uh you know like 2019 you know unfortunately we parted ways with our guitar player of like six years uh you know just different directions different vibes you know something we felt was necessary and you know me len and l now being together for 10 years we knew eli from uh, a tour we did with this band holy grail and you know something about him we always just felt like we were going to do something together make a record or you know just tour or whatever and this came that perfect time you know he wasn't doing anything we needed the help to you know do these uh tours and then you know if time allowed it make a record and it ended up all working out and you know he's one of the busiest guys there is man he does acting and theater and you know other bands and it's just insane so we were so fortunate to have him for a time period to get these things done create this amazing album set insight up for the future and uh nothing but amazing love to him man he's a great dude so you know we've spoken quite a bit richie but i have to leave you with this question which will i think kind of summarize our entire conversation which is the band first started out in 2004 does it feel like it's going to be 20 years uh there and how would you say like things have changed since you started i don't feel like it at all like to me it really started in like 2009 you know with that first record that first and a uh, real lineup real serious those those prior years were just like you know we were high school kids and you know it, it just it wasn't real you know at the time it was just let's go party on tour and just do as much horrible shit as possible and you know then it was kind of like you know snap out of that i want to take this serious and then you know i went out and found the guys for the next two records and we built the beginning of this band you know and hit the ground running wanted to dominate you know the slaughter was basically a record that just was saying like get the fuck out of our way we're here to crush everybody and you know that that was a fun period and now it's i'm just more grown up my body's more sore <laughs> you know but i i love it just the same and it, you know like i say it, if it's something you do that you love it doesn't feel like it's been that long you know i feel like i'm uh really just hitting my my prime beginning my prime my vocal prime has been better than ever and you know i'm learning to conduct myself even more professional on stage and uh in the business side of things and you know it's it's cool it's been a great journey i hope to have many many more man my goal is at least 10 albums and then i can you know figure out something else become like a banker or some shit <laughs> so calm and peaceful. <laughs> Thank you guys so much really man really this has been so cool and you know so much love and I hope to come out there and play you know India and you know so many of the great cities you guys have and the culture and the food and uh just yeah I'm ready to rock out. Hopefully it happens. You've said it. Let's make it happen. Yep. Check out Wake Up Dead man. Yep, let us know what you thought about it after you've done that. As always, we're at hauntsupport.com or on Twitter at hauntsupport. I am at Asmani on Twitter. I'm at Trent Crusher. And this was Haunts Up. Hell yeah, stay safe, y'all. Metal. <laughs>